Welcome to SBO Perspectives, the pulse of school business. In the official podcast of ASBO International. That's right. And I am Dr. Jack R. Mitchell, here along with the esteemed John Brucato. And do we have a great episode for you today? So, John, let him know. Yeah, today we have David Lewis. He's the executive director of ASBO International. So he walks us through the importance of being a member of ASBO International, but even more so all the work that ASBO International does on behalf of its members. So it's really impressive. We do a deep dive and a reflection on the conference and really where he sees the organization going in the future. So we're excited to bring you this conversation today. And here's our interview with David Lewis. Today on the podcast, we have David Lewis. David is the executive director of ASBO International. David, welcome to the podcast. Hey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How you doing there, Director Lewis, executive director? Doing just yeah. great. Doing my executive director thing. <laughs> and, and I have to say, um, this is the real, this is ASBO International, the biggest, most preeminent association not just in the United States, but across the world. So um, we got the grand you know, poobah here too. Yes, yes. Having you here is so great. And <laughs> we're, we're glad moving, I'm you know, you're moving into world domination. Yes. Taking over <laughs> all awesome. business officials around the, around the world. Yeah, one business yes. official at a time, you know. If they'll have us, yes. Right. Yeah. And we're we're so glad to have you, David. You know, we just wrapped up another successful and enlightening conference, I must say. It was it was my mm-hmm. first as well as John's. Um, and I mean, I, I got to just say, it's just so awesome. And for our listeners, just so you can let them know, because um, it's, it's so hard to even speak to you, you, you being on is going to be great for them. But w- what are some of your thoughts um, surrounding the events that occurred that week and, and some of the feedback you received? And I guess overall, how do you think this conference impacted the members who attended as a whole? Well, I think it was just another example of how um, necessary and how vital it is for all of our members. You know, we're all in our business office. We're all at at a school district. We're all dealing, you know, with the day-to-day type of things. And to have a chance to get together and meet with other school business officials, people who are going through, you know, the same challenges uh, as, as our folks are, and to be able to you know, we call it networking, but it's really, it's that camaraderie. It's really that um, uh, getting the, you know, it's like the show, it's like, it's getting that perspective, right? It's the people who, right. who are coming from, from where we're coming from and being able to not only have the professional development, I mean, that is obviously very important to know, you know, what's the latest and greatest that's going on in our worlds, but it's also a chance for us to be able to get together. And after these, you know, last couple of years of not being able to get together, the, the pandemic hangover is starting to lift and we're starting to get a chance to be able to, yes. you know, to come together and, and meet with each other, see, mm-hmm. uh, see our old friends, you know, uh, a lot of our members have been together for, you know, 20, 30 years. And um, so it was just a, a, a really great example of building on Milwaukee and then being able to get together in, in Portland where our registration was just, um, you know, phenomenal standing people wanted yeah it was remarkable i mean as jack mentioned it was both of our first time there and just the sheer amount of people that were there was just astonishing and it was really encouraging because you know we know this in the back of our minds as school business officials that we don't go it alone but being there in a conference center with all of your peers from across 
the country and the world really reiterates that we aren't alone in this and that we're all in it together. And um, it's, it's just a great opportunity to, to bring everybody together. But speaking of bringing everyone together, can you give us a little insight on just kind of what goes into planning such a, a spectacular event and, you know, how much time does it take? Who's doing what? And really, what what is behind the scenes? Because I, I just have to remark, uh, the production value and just the professionalism of that conference, conference just blew me away. I mean, I remember leaning over to Jack and I'm like, it's like we're sitting at the Emmys. It's just, you know, with the teleprompters <laughs> and the, the video. It was, it was amazing. Wow, and it was, the dais, the screens. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. It was, yeah, it, was just, it was really, really impressive. And I'm sure that's no small oh, feat. So could you just give us like a little glimpse into what goes into planning such a, a crazy event? Well, as anybody, you know, a, a lot of folks who attend like their state affiliate conference, you know, you, you see the, you see the big show and you don't really see, you know, it's like that, uh, you know, what's the, the duck on the water, you know, looks like it's all nice and smooth, but underneath he's paddling like crazy, you know, and right. um, we have a team. I mean, I really will say all kudos to our, to our conference team and to all of our staff, because I mean, we're a team of 20. Right. I mean, 20 people is, you know, to put on that kind of a show, it is, it is a year long effort, you know, and then to have on site, um, uh, we have less than 10. We don't bring everybody because obviously that's a, you know, a, a big expense as far as that, as far as that goes. Um, but, you know, all, all kudos to the staff and all kudos to our volunteers, you know, our board, everybody that goes into making up what that show is. Um, it's a year long process. I mean, we give ourselves like a week or two after the show, and then we're ready to start planning for the next one for next year. And of course those like the venue, where we're going to be, all that type of thing is planned out years in advance. Um, really looking forward to, uh, next year when we're going to be at national Harbor. I heard a rumor you guys have, uh, have made a commitment as far as, um, uh, bringing in, uh, I don't know if we want to put a number on it or not, but you can put a number on it. I I heard a hundred. I I heard you guys are going to be bringing a hundred new, uh, new attendees, which would be great. It, it'll be north of 50. I'll take it. The thing is, the thing about it is, is building on the success of Portland next year, National Harbor. It's um, um, it's a Gaylord property. It's one of the most fabulous venues. It oh, was, yes. Actually, no we were we were at uh, National Harbor. My uh, as executive director, my first uh, conference um uh, now, of course, I'd been to, you know, ASBOs for years and years being Arizona director, uh, but being in that venue, it is it's just wonderful. You're right next to D.C. You're right next to Arlington in Virginia uh, or in uh, Alexandria. And uh, there's so many great places to, to visit around here. And um, the venue is just outstanding for all the professional development. Of course, our conference planning committee is already working on all the all the sessions and um you know, we we just try to every year. It's like, how can we make it better? How can we build right. on what on what we've done and make it a better experience for our members because they deserve, they deserve this chance, right? I mean, they deserve this chance to get together. We want them to learn and 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 create with each other and and um, and and, uh, and be able to, yeah. to share and grow. And so, yep, we're we're really looking forward to it, and um, it's going to be a it's going to be a fabulous event. So. Uh, again, I would encourage everybody, if you haven't been, anybody listening, you know, if you haven't been, mark it on your calendar, talk to your boss, talk to your school board, figure out a way of, get, of getting to the uh, to National Harbor. 
and um, yes. it, it'll be worth your while. It'll be worth. Yeah, sure. Jack and I definitely have our, our work cut out for us. So we we have a couple <laughs> conferences coming up. We'll get we'll get uh, a contingent uh, much greater than. We'll work uh, on it. We know. got it. We got a whole year. So yeah, we'll, and, and I do time. I do want to say as well, kudos to your staff. I didn't realize, you know, twenty people to plan it, but only ten people on site to yep. to actually carry it out. I don't know yep. about you, Jack, but I felt like every time I turned around, there was somebody in a blue shirt There's helping somebody, yeah. one of the That's attendees. They were very helpful, very supportive. Yeah, they were everywhere. And so sure. being that there was only 10 people, I mean, hats off to your staff. They were they must have been running around like crazy. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, so David, we know, you know, you, at the conference, uh, you spoke to some of the happenings, right, and what's in store for the future. Um, you know, at the general session opening, we just we just talked about that, um, that experience. But for those who weren't there, how would you encapsulate really the long-term vision for the organization? Mm -hmm. uh, well, we have a, a, just a ton of different initiatives that we've been working on. Um, uh, everything from membership to our professional development offerings. Our membership uh, has really, uh, department has really been focused on our new uh, district membership model, which is, you know, traditionally over, over the, in the past, uh, ASBO members were the more senior, you know, you'd been uh, in the school business environment for a long time. Maybe you were, you know, uh, assistant superintendent, you'd kind of risen through the ranks, but we realized that we have a, a lot to offer for people from all aspects of the school business office. And we want everybody, you know, from payroll to accounting to, you know, all of the, you know, they're all have, have very similar things. So with our new district membership model is for basically the, the cost for basically the price of, of two members, we'll have up to seven, eight, 10, however many people you have in your business office, they're now a member. So they can, as you as you join as a district, as opposed to an individual person. So uh, they have the opportunity to come to the conference under the member rate. They have the opportunity to participate in all the professional development. Now, of course, that's, that's sort of one of those things, you know, it's like, you know, if you build it, you know, they will come. So we have, because we have, you know, so many, my goal when I first started uh, was three years ago now, I guess, four years ago, going on four years was, you know, we need 10,000 members. We should have 10,000 members. We're almost, we're, you know, we're about uh, uh, 6,500, I think, 7,000 7, members. We're on our way to 10,000 members. We need to be that strong and we want to get even, even more because the experience that everybody brings, the more people you have coming to, you know, the conferences, the more interactions on our, uh, um, uh, on our network, you know, the better it is, the better it is for everybody. And uh, so that's been that's been one of our, our major uh, pushes is letting people know that, hey, you're a member, but you can also sign up your whole district as well. And because we want to get everybody participating in um, not only the conferences, but also our online and um, our professional development um, uh, as both learn uh, has really been has been ramping up. Uh, Kristen is our education uh, leader uh, in our office here, and she has just been fabulous in ramping up uh, all the offerings that we yes, we have. Yes, And, um, you know, yeah, you you probably met her. She was there at the conference. And that was oh, yeah. actually yeah. her first experience. She comes from an incredible background of um, uh, education and um, uh, professional development. And uh, she was just like, oh, my gosh, I it's like you, you know, it is kind of one of those things you have to kind of go and experience it. And she's like, 
wow. She was like a, yeah. like a kid in a candy store. You know, she was like, this is going to be, there's so yeah. many things that I want. took a selfie with her. Yeah. I was going to say, she was, she was our first post, I think, from the, the conference, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, those are the things that uh, we're really excited about and our members are excited about. And um, that's how you, you know, that's, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the ticket, right? I mean, this is association yeah. work. You have to have people excited about doing it. It needs to be fun. It is fun. It's serious work that we're doing, but it's also um, it's a it's a it's a pressure relief valve as far as like being able to get together and, um, you know, go back to your district and feeling, you know, refreshed. You know, we had great keynote speakers. It's, you know. It's, you know, it's that silly thing after a movie, you know, I laughed, I cried, you know, I mean, it, touch, it, touch, it. it touches all those points, but it really is, it really is important. That's the, that's the heart and soul of what we're doing is trying to uh, help people, um, you know, not only do their job better, of course, that's the, you know, that's the main thing, but it's to make them, to help them feel better and to re, re, uh, re-energize and, um, I think we, I think we hit that. And, you know, that's, that's, that's really, we've been doing this for many, many years and uh, I, I'll say, you know, we're good at it. We know what people are looking for. And, and uh, uh, our, as I said before, you know, our staff is just, they're very much in touch with our members and the feedback that we get. And uh, that a lot of them have been here for, oh gosh, you know, 10, 15 years doing conferences and, uh and working with these folks. So uh, it's just been a kind of a blessing for me running the Arizona ASBO and then being able to come here and do this as is just a, it's a great opportunity. Yeah. It, it, nice. it certainly makes a difference when you have a strong team around you yeah. and you, you, you kind of spoke to this and what you were just saying with the district membership, but I'm curious, you know, with the impressive showing of over 800 attendees at the Portland conference, it's it's especially coming off of the pandemic. That's that's amazing, and I think it really speaks to the value that Asbo International brings to its members and what the members see and what they can do in going to these conferences and networking and you know participating in these professional development opportunities. But you know, post pandemic, looking down the road, what would you say is the organization's plan for growth? I mean, I, I think the district membership, I'm sure, is certainly part of that and bringing more. Right. members of the business office into the fold. But what do you see kind of as getting to that 10,000 number? How what, what do you see kind of your roadmap for that? Well, I kind of look at it as it's really a, you know, I guess you could kind of, kind of call it like a confluence of all the different things that we're doing. If you, um, uh, I think a lot of people have seen, you know, you see our um, advocacy efforts as far as working on, you know, Capitol Hill here in in, in D.C., that really attracts people as far as like, oh, wow, they, they really, you know, they're really having an influence. Our, our legislative advocacy committee uh, works on things just, I mean, daily as far as um, uh, letters of support, supporting uh, legislation, working with the Department of Ed. Um, and and um, uh, that feeds into we've become really one of the go to sources <clears throat> as far as in the education um world for publications as far as uh, in a, a, a different um, newspapers and um, uh, magazines. I mean, all kinds of, you know, um, all kinds of things. Uh, we've, we've had, um, you know, uh, articles published uh, in at the Wall Street Journal where people are looking for, you know, what's going on in the education world 
And where does the school business office, you know, what's the finance people thinking about, you know, how how uh, ESSER funds are being spent, all of those different types of things is, um, uh, you know, has become very much front and center. So when our potential members or current members see that, you know, that's sort of like, wow, okay, ASPO's really, you know, having an influence in what's going on. And I think that really, uh, you know, it, it really positions us to be, uh, in that growth mode, because um, folks are seeing that we're having an influence that then dovetails with not only in the media and and what's going on on that side, but then you also look at all of our vendors and all of our corporate partners, and yes. they they really see you know if you you look at that expo right I mean our expo is impressive just, yeah it's just I mean it's just a wealth of information and resources for our members of people who are there that we're working with every day. You know, nobody in the in the school business office knows everything about everything. We need to work with people with, you know, people, you know, construction, HVAC. I mean, um, you you name it, transportation, uh, food services, everything that we're doing on a on a day to day basis, um, you know, and then they see what we're doing. So they want to be a part of it, too. Right. So they're like, oh, OK, wow, this you know, they're they're on their way to, you know, bigger and better things. So we better make sure that because these are our customers, right? That's what that's who they're that's who they work with every day. The school business people who are, are working with them, and um, so that really that really uh, it, it comes full circle uh, as far as uh, adding to membership growth. And it's really it's about engagement, right? It's not the number. I don't you know I, I a number is good. Ten thousand is good. But what I want is ten thousand engaged members. You know, and yeah, and that's the trick, right? Yeah, who are really who are really participating and um, uh, more than anything, you know, willing to to give back and share. And of course, we have our recognition programs where, let's face it, we don't get a whole lot of pat on the backs. You know, we 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 tend to be, you know, we present at board meetings, and uh, everybody's like, "Oh, okay, great, you balance the you balance the budget, you paid everybody, and uh, everybody has health insurance, and everybody's happy." I guess that was pretty easy. Well, it's not. It's not easy, and you know, uh, easy we button. Have, yeah, we have people doing exactly. We have people doing really innovative and creative things that we recognize uh, through, um, you know, our. Uh, um, our recognition programs and um, as far as best practices and leadership awards. And that's really important too, that we're recognizing the people who are, you know, going that extra effort and um, uh, uh, providing a way for all of us to kind of be inspired about, wow, that was, that's, that's a really great program or wow, you've really, you know, you've really made a difference in your community, which is what we're trying to do for, for public education. I mean, that's, that's why we go to work every day is, you know, for the kids, for education. Mm-hmm. David, I have to say that was a, a, a very excellent facet of, of the district and, um, and how, how you guys really show, you know, when I, I saw those videos of the Eagle Award recipients mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it was really captivating. I, I wish folks could actually see that even outside of the conference, but, um, you know, I, I have to say that, that what you just spoke to, that means a lot uh, for us as SBLs out there. Um, and I guess, you know, with this question you just answered, um, I want to look maybe more so conversely um, to maybe have you looked into what you might see as some of the largest roadblocks or hurdles, mm-hmm. um, if any, the association, you know, that maybe they might be facing in the coming years ahead. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as always, you know, I mean, uh, I'm basically, you know, running a running a business and you always have to be kind of looking down the road as far as, you know, who's participating, who are members, what's changing demographics. We, uh, uh, you know, we're now over 50 percent uh, females for our in leadership positions within our membership. Um, that's that speaks to, you know, women in leadership programs need to be very, very much front and center. Um, we have younger uh, people that are coming in and they have a different perspective uh, than people who have been in the profession for a long time. Uh, they, they want opportunities for leadership sooner. And so we're we're trying to make sure that as an organization, we are open to that, right? You need to be like, oh, you, you can't be like, oh, well, you have to have been in the profession for 20 years and then maybe, you know, you then you can start to come to ASBO and stuff like that. It's, you know, we, we want to make sure that the, uh, the leadership and professional development and um, the opportunities that we're providing are, you know, are, are open to, to everybody. Uh, yeah, you embrace them early on. So yeah, they, you and know, embrace, them, them embrace them early on. And, you know, it's amazing what you get if, when you go out and ask people as far as like, hey, you know, why, it, I think you'd be great serving on this committee. And there may be a little bit of hesitancy at first, like, well, you know, like on the advocacy committee. Well, I don't know anything about lobbying. It's like, well, I know everything about lobbying. So don't worry about that. What I need is your expertise and your input is for us to be able to hear from you, you know, what would be the potential impact of this legislation? What would be the impact of this regulation coming from the Department of Ed? We're sitting here in DC running an association I'm not in a school business office, you know, it, and it's a very different thing. We have to have that input from our members. And that's when the light bulb goes on. They're like, oh, I know. I know all about that. I'm like, that's all you need. I'll, I'll take it from there. I just need right, to make that connection. Yeah, I need to. I just need that. I need your, you know, we call them the subject matter experts, the SMEs. We I need your expertise. You're doing it every day. So this is going to be a no brainer. And if it's not you, someone else will know the answer about this because we all have a different, you know, uh, take on things that are going on. But that helps to feed our efforts as far as when we're talking with the policymakers, which is just, I mean, this was one of my number one missions in coming here is vitally important that we're the finance office, we're the, we're the, we're the operations office. How can you be having these conversations at the national level, you know, about uh, uh, federal funding uh, with all these different programs, and you're only talking to superintendents or school board members and stuff like that. That's great. I love them. We we partner with the with the superintendents with AASA and uh, with the school boards association. But we're we're a part of that conversation, and we have the expertise. So you know that was one of my number one goals. Number one mission was to get us into that advocacy efforts. Um, uh, and make sure that our voice is heard when these, you know, let's face it, you know, we're the, <laughs> we're the recipient of these decisions. So if there's any way that we can have, um, uh, you know, an impact in, uh, in, in, in either, you know, what lobbying is, it's getting rid of bad stuff. You know, it's, right. these, it's these bad ideas that are mostly, you know, they think that, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to improve this. We're going to improve that. It's like, well, no, actually, you're just making things, you know, more complicated or, or unfunded mandates. Right. You're you're saying, OK, you need to do this, but we're not going to give you any additional funding to do it. You know, those things need to be you know pointed out and, and really stressed. 
and we're the ones that have the authority, you know, to be doing that. If you talk about like what's our what's our potential, you know, what are the roadblocks maybe down the road? It's that. That's the type of thing that, you know, uh, uh, we have to be constantly vigilant about, you know, protecting public education. Let's face it, there is a privatization, um, you know, uh, strain uh, within our society um, that is, uh, in my opinion, you know, it's undemocratic. And we need to make sure we have public a strong public education system so that we're educating everybody in our society not just the haves, you know, and, and we'll, I'll, I'll fight to the death over that uh, because it's, it's really important for our, for us as a society. Well, David, it's really encouraging uh, to hear that because it's tough to advocate and to implement change if you don't have a seat at the table or a voice. So knowing that ASBO International has all of our backs as school business officials is really, again, encouraging to hear. And, you know, I, I think you bring up a good point and it's not, just with ASBO International, but I'm sure statewide, each individual state organizations, it's not always the case where the business official has a seat at the table, even though we are you know, essentially the CFOs of, of every single district. So I'm glad that's to correct. hear that you, uh, you know, that's a, that's a big mission of, of ASBO International. So we always offer our guests an opportunity to speak directly to our listeners and offer some advice, whether it's a new business official coming into the field and not really knowing where to start or somebody who's been in the seat for 20 years. So that being said, what kind of advice could you offer to our listeners today? I'll go back to some of my early, um, I guess you could call them mentors when I first started at Arizona ASBO. And um, it was from a, from a board member who had said, you know, you may think you're really, really busy all day long. You have, you know, there's no way that you can, you know, take on anything else. But if you, if you start to look at the opportunities within, um, within your state, uh, ASBO, within your state affiliate or within ASBO International at the national level is if you, if you carve out the time and if you make the commitment, you'll, you'll be better off. It's a it's a growth opportunity. You'll do your job better, and you'll help other people. And I think that's one of the one of the most important things is that we all tend to you know kind of feel like I just have so much on my plate. I have so much you know I, I've got to work on the budget. I've got you know everything that mm-hmm. you know, some of us yeah, are. How do you add one more thing, right? Exactly, right. Some of us are you know, I, and then and for some. I, really with some of these, you know, it's like, and I got to go do the afternoon bus run. I mean, you know, they're actually, That's driving, true. <laughs> they're actually driving the bus, you know, people don't realize that the, you know, uh, some, some of our, our folks are actually at that level going to make sure that the cafeteria is running smooth. They're the, they're the yeah. food services manager in addition to everything else that they're doing. But if you, if you make that commitment, um, I think that folks will find it's, it's worthwhile and not only good for them, but it's good for other people as well. And it, and it'll be good for it'll be good for your district because you do have uh, insights, you do have uh, uh, um, uh, knowledge and expertise that you can share with other with other school business officials that run the 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 whole range of some have you know a staff of a hundred to a staff of three. You know, we all have um, a way to contribute and. Um, that's what I would really say is get involved. You know, if it's the advocacy part, if it's the if it's the uh, professional development, those are the type of things where we can we can all you know grow together. 
and um, and be able to help. And like I said earlier, it's it, you know it'll be better off for public education. It's better off for the kids. And you know, get out there and remember what you're doing is who's in those who's in those buildings. It's our students. It's our future generation of leaders and people who are um, you know going to be contributing to our society. So we want to do the best job that we can for them. Well, very well said, David. And before we let you go, I do have one final question. How many pins do you have? You must have a drawer. <laughs> you gotta have all fifty. Yeah, I've got, I've got. Well, multiple mo- ones from every state, and I have multiple ones from every state because I really, I actually started, and in fact, uh, um, I'm going to be going through uh, one of our historians, um, uh, Denny Kisterian. He's going to be coming, and uh, we're going to be going through all of them from over the years that we've been collecting. And um, uh, so it, it'll be, yes. It must be an archive after that, yeah, right? It, 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 I, I, they say they're all in my office at this point. So they must be like, you know, falling out the door at this point because there must be thousands right. uh, at this point because uh, everybody does a new one every year. And yeah. um, we even have our own little secret pin that the staff does that we share with people each year. And um, it, it's a great way of kind of connecting uh, everybody together and, and, and especially given new folks or, you know, it's kind of hard when you're just like sort of there by yourself. We want to have, right. you know, uh, we want somebody to have a, a conference buddy to be coming. And right. uh, it's a great way of interacting with people as far as like, hey, you're coming from a different state. Well, what's your pin? You know, what's what's the badger mean? What is, you know, uh, all the different themes that people have. So, well, I know this is an audio only platform, but I just want to show you. I think I was able to score one of the the special. Oh, you did! Hey, you got the uh, Sasquatch. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. went too. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the uh, that was the Sasquatch uh, for uh, for in Portland. Yep. Yeah, I, I felt honored. I was able to be one of the uh, the few to get that one. I never I never did see him, but I saw him on a on a couple of pins. So that was good. Yeah. Well, David, thank you Lots so much stuff. for your time today. It's been a, an incredible conversation, and you know, Jack and I are really excited to see just where Asbel International goes down the road. And, you know, the organization has done so much for its members already. So, again, excited to see what's to come in the future. Yeah, well, thank you guys both for uh, for doing this SBO Perspectives. It's, it's really important uh, for people to hear about what's going on. And this is a, a great avenue that, that you guys are um, exploring and expanding uh, with us and partnering with ASBO. So we're, we're really proud to be working with you all and um, looking forward to it. To hearing more, uh, more, more about what's going on uh, with the people you have on your show. Uh, sure. Feelings mutual, David. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to SBO Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed our conversation today with David. He did a fantastic job really laying out awesome the roadmap job. of ASBO International and just reflecting yes. on what a phenomenal organization it is, all the work that has to go into these conferences, and just really where he sees everything kind of being mapped out in the future. Yeah, JB, you know, I have to say that um, what was what I liked about this is that, you know, we're talking to the head of a major organization, right? Right. Um, and how they put it all together. And just for our listeners to know, as an international, I mean, this is this is beyond our own state. This is Impressive a whole work. other realm. And um, it, it made me think when he said, um, if you build it, they will come. So the quest of 10,000 members, I think um, yeah. they'll be there really soon. And uh, with that, I think, JV, we should call this House of the Asbo. House of the Asbo. It's caning me. This is really <laughs> nice. So for those out there, this episode 
will blow your mind. Um, and thank you for listening. So, yeah, um, we you know we we have some work to do. We got to get our our New York members uh, a bigger contingency at the Maryland conference. Oh, we'll get them. Uh, yeah, we'll be hustling to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Nassau Suffolk meeting this week, and um, we're going to get a bus. Right. I'm going to advocate. We're going to get, get a bus. bus. We're going out there. <laughs> get on the bus. Get on the bus. <laughs> All right, folks. So thanks for listening. As soon as every week, make sure you look out for us. SPL Perspective, hashtag uh, LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, and, you know, we just keep bringing it. So um, and if you have any um, questions, info, SPLPerspectives.com. Check yeah. our website, too. Yeah, we'll catch you next week, everyone. Thanks. Thanks.